welcome back to the podcast about Alice in Wonderland and simulation theory. If you don't know what simulation theory is, it's basically the idea that our consciousness has been downloaded onto a computer or we've been plugged into a game or some sort of online reality and this isn't the real physical world. And that ties into Alice in Wonderland because she's dreaming when she falls into the rabbit hole and the rabbit hole and dream represents being in a game, but you don't know you're in a game. You think everything is real, but it's not, it's fake. If you still think Wonderland is a real place that Alice can visit, then tell me why is Alice the only person that has access to Wonderland? She's the only one who can go there, only one that they speak to, because she made it up, it's a dream. As far as you know, Wonderland is only real for Alice. It is. Yeah. And the Hatter literally tells her in Through the Looking Glass, which is Alice in Wonderland too, I'll see you in your dreams, Alice. So she's definitely not in the real world. Yeah, it is. And man. yeah, this is explained by the as above, so below, which basically is the idea that one tree, one tree points up and the branches stretch up to the sky and the roots below stretch all the way down underground, just like Alice in Wonderland. And this basically shows how the world or Earth on top, where all the air is, right, is just like how it is below the surface where the mud is, right? Because if you look at a tree, the tree looks like its roots at the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Yeah, mm. so that basically represents in in Wonderland that all the people underground are just part of Alice or Alice's family members. So if you see a character in Wonderland, it's basically Alice, and so the Hatter uh, is part of her subconscious, right? Um, and that makes sense why all the characters kind of stay the same, right? But she's the only one that changes. And when she changes, it's like she she's acts like the people in the dream because that's like her um, subconscious. So she'll say stuff like, off with your head, just like the queen. The other characters, they don't say off with their heads because they represent a, a very tiny slice of her. So like an angry side, a happy side, a crazy side. So they never divert from that representation. That is their role, right? And if you think about it, in a dream, you think that you're talking to your friend, right? Or your mom, but you're not. You're talking to yourself, just like Alice is speaking to different parts of herself to understand the truth of who she is, just like in The Matrix when the oracle or the psychic asks Neo who are you? And in Alice in Wonderland, the caterpillar asks her, who are you? So the whole point of the game, I guess, is to understand some parts of herself. What do you think, Vinny? I think they represent an inner, both characters represent an inner journey. And the case of Alice is more like uh, the Wonderland was created by her subconscious. Each and every character on that universe that she created is a way for her to fight her own struggles. It's not like she's in Kaida, she thinks that, okay, I'll just have to accept that 
the words better may she uh actually in the wonderland she has like superpowers like she can change her thing it can it's like a way for her to guide her, her own life to take to take control because all the characters in wonderland are different parts of herself and i think that the angry queen and the crazy hatter it sounds like a lot like the different stages of grief first you're like really emotional and you feel a lot like the white queen then you're angry like the red queen um the queen of hearts and then you're a bit crazy like the hatter so obviously she's lost her father he died yeah. and they represent all, all the psychological stages you have to go through when you're mourning someone before you can be okay again and i think that makes a lot of sense why um wonderland is kind of like the word underland or persephone the goddess is basically going into another world like hell so she has to go through this like hell of emotions or whatever to figure out how she's gonna live the rest of her life you know like a test like the game is like a test so then when you don't mess up in real life right and That's why so yeah why the hell would the author mention her dead father so many times you know like he didn't have to make her father dead they didn't have to mention it in the films it seems like something that's quite important and yeah because we've all suffered some way so i think they just needed to show yeah. that that's it, how people yeah. cope with suffering through the game and entering the looking glass yeah first time i think that really is that's new for me so alice mirrors wonderland right because it's her she literally goes through wonderland through the mirror through herself to get to herself so just like alice is a mirror of wonderland wonderland is a mirror of our society so all the different characters right they represent different parts of our society so um if you're in like a really crazy situation in your dreams or in a game if this is like a simulation um think what does that reflect about me like why am i so worried about this thing and what does it say about me what stage in life am i at and how can i use it to fix to focus on the problem so that's what we're going to do in each episode you find out which character you are and what your dreams mean and how to navigate this simulation Woof. because sometimes we just like scrub it under the carpet like Ooh, i have this sub subconscious dream that's a bit messed up let me not think about it again. But sometimes you can analyze it to actually guide yourself in the real world when you wake up. So in the simulation, you get to meet different parts of yourself in order to heal. This reveals like the oneness of the universe. If you believe that we're all connected, or what's the word? It's like um, we're all one. We can't be separate from each other. You know, like I breathe in because the trees breathe, right? I um, the water is in my veins, and we all have like the same ancestors. That's like one woman who was made thousands of years ago. So if your father or mother is um, in the simulation, in a different simulation, you can have a different mother and and then a different mother and a different mother. But these people exist in real life, and it's kind of like an even more uh, greater cycle of creating each other. Because obviously it's like that in the real world. 
you all came from one person but it just makes us makes everything seem more connected right yeah but yeah at least i hope so i hope that there is like a simulation uh people that love people that don't know they exist know me because how can you tell yeah it would be lame if it was just you by yourself so we've talked about the dream world now it's time to talk about uh part two okay so within the simulation there isn't just one world that you live in right it isn't just the dream that you're inside you also as well as perceiving the physical in the dream there's also a reality or a world in your mind so even if someone puts you in a simulation right if you control your mind and what you think about the matrix it's not a prison anymore right if it's a prison if you think it's a prison right as so, long as you yeah you should have some freedom as long as you know that as long as you are aware just like when you're dreaming too you can control your dream when you're aware that you're dreaming just hard but you can great great point yeah so i think in alice in wonderland the the ways they kind of control the dream is through magic and my theory is that magic is basically a mirror so anytime we see mirrors it's kind of like the magic of alice in wonderland so let me explain when alice goes into the mirror she's going into herself right exactly and magic is all about manifesting if you don't know what manifesting is it's basically wishing like you write something down you wish it and then you try to become just like the thing that you want to accomplish right and the best yeah. way to gain what you want and gain all your wishes is to know yourself because if you don't know yourself how will you get what you want yeah so through all these spells you have these singing rhymes like uh witches on a tree count two three that's how witches speak right these spells and these magic stuff they basically make our unconscious unconscious mind more tangible because if you think about it we're just thoughts right we just have thoughts in our head so we have our thoughts right and we can't touch our thoughts they're not tangible but as soon as we make spell books tarot cards magic hats that bunnies come out of you can literally see your wishes materialized yeah so usually you can't see them materialized your potential is just a thought in your head that no one will believe right it doesn't seem real for a second but as soon as you believe in magic and um you you have these hats and these tarot and this we have all these goals and aspirations like oh i'm going to be a millionaire i have this business planned i'm going to have a shop but these things are just like air in our heads like thoughts you can't really touch them so they don't feel real until you have a magical tool i'm not saying magic is real uh but even if it's not real in our life using hats or magic hats that rabbits come out of using tarot cards written symbols and necklaces necklaces <laughs> uh spells these are all tools to strengthen the power of your intuition by grounding it in the real world and not just up in the air in your mind uh things that you can really grasp 
and make you feel like you can achieve anything. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, yeah. I understand what you say or saying, but can you give an example? Um, for example, um, your beliefs um, become a tangible reality through magic if you use tarot, right? So at first, tarot is very vague. You get a card and it's like you need to cut out negativity in your life. And then you like use your inner knowledge to guide you. You're like, okay, what 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 could this be talking about? And usually, the the first thing that comes into your head, you're like, oh, I remember, I have this issue. And then you start finding solutions, and you're like, damn, these cards are magical. Like they're actually improving my life. But at the end of the day, um, they're just um you, um following your inner guidance. So. What we're doing with magic in this simulation is we're using our physical representations of magic, like manifesting, journals, all of that, to explore all of our limiting beliefs that are holding us back so we can remove them. Um, mm. And even in Alice in Wonderland, she says the only way to achieve the impossible is to believe it's possible, right? And it all starts with a thought in your head that doesn't seem possible. And I actually wrote a poem about this, so that's pretty cool. Yes, yes. It's telling us, like regardless you. of the outside world, your senses, your logical brain um, even, and you're taking in all of these information from the real world, um, telling you, oh, you can't do that, that's too ambitious you could never achieve it you can still look reflexively within yourself and believe in the unknown truth and believe in magic or your power within you right so you can believe in the simulation theory without physical evidence because we have alice down the rabbit hole as our tool i guess and the media to kind of explain it to us uh but most people that they have something done in their lives at some point they had to believe uh, in sort of, yeah some oh. sort of belief or faith um, exactly so but we're not pressuring anyone to believe in, in the simulation theory because you don't really gain too much we just want you guys to know that you need to believe in your dreams or who else will right for example a blind person has never seen the color red you can't explain you can explain to them all you want about what the color red is like like well oh, this is a true essence of red um okay but it can only be understood through experience through your senses your experience is what's guiding you so if you like go into like a dream or a simulation to look within yourself you'll find the truth of reality Mm -hmm, I okay. see. Like you are the one who has uh, the responsibility and the agency to consider what could be possible, like real. Exactly. Like, exactly. Okay. So moving on, um, I actually think that dreams are a bit silly. Like they're not that helpful in my life. Like when I dream, I don't wake up and I'm like, "Wow, I know so much about my life now." Thank you, inner guidance, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know why I feel like that. For example, I had like the stupidest dream ever. 
um, right? I love superheroes, right? Everyone does. They're like really booming after Disney Plus came out. So I had this dumb dream where I killed Black Panther. Like I had a gun in my hand. I could have killed anyone in the room. <laughs> and I killed this man. I was just like, why? Why? That was so silly. Yeah. Yeah, but why killing, right? Uh, I feel like we have weird ways to cope with sense of loss, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, because like, he died, like, yeah. Yes, Black because Panther. we don't have control over death. So I think that would make sense dream, even though it could be sub sub your subconscious. Uh, maybe you have some sort of feelings for or the character or the author. You like yeah. him for some reason, and your brain had to process the loss because he died. So yeah. it's easier for your brain to accept the idea of you killing him because you have agency. Ooh. Like, okay, cool. I have okay. I have another one for you. Okay. Okay. My sister, when she's, I think about this dream five times a year, so it's very important, right? When she was a baby, I had a dream that she was a baby, she cut her arms and her legs off, and then she glued them back, but they were in the wrong place, so her legs were her arms, and her arms were her legs, and I'm just like, why is she, like, so almost dead? Like, she was, like, so hurt, right? But she was, like, alive, and I feel like she was, like, okay, because obviously like the bleeding stopped because she her arms were her legs and her arms and her legs were her arms but she was still like hurt like what the hell i was like messed up by that and yeah, it was hurt. happening around the time where she was like falling down the stairs a lot and i just know what that can do to a child's brain so i was just like i couldn't i really didn't like seeing it um and it just made me like sad because i don't know what she would be like if it didn't happen <laughs> so many times yeah so i guess my brain was like i don't know trying Sometimes, to uh your brain like it dreams i felt like really magnificent because they have ways to process complex ideas i don't think it, i was complex. processing it i think i was trying to get myself into solving the problem Yes, but you think like if I don't uh, know what if I don't perceive it as a problem, I'm not gonna try and fix it, right? So my brain was just like, "You have a problem. You have a problem. You have a." <laughs> yes, yes, but it can go further than that. Because imagine like your your sister fell, she could like hit her head or, or something, right? So you know that she looks okay, but she's not the same before she fell. You know when you when like in your dream. You had this vision or her like she was glued together remembers the wrong place your mind to tell you mm, she looks okay but that's something wrong Ooh, so yes, a little bit more you know yeah uh, it is also because like this this ring keep keep on like repeating maybe like have this impression because it's useful for you as a member of a tribe like we're involved like there we have like this misconception that says that humans are extremely individualistic that's not true like when we evolve we evolve as a group so for you to have that dream over and over again means that your mind's trying to keep you alert because that could happen again with someone else i guess true. That means. 
Yeah, okay. That's interesting. The dreams of are kind of useful, but I actually didn't try to solve the problem. So <laughs> that's my problem, right? And that's probably why I kept repeating. Uh, moving on, uh, we're going to talk about uh, how magic can actually be used to manifesting. So, uh, so when you're like manifesting, you really shouldn't be labeling your experiences as bad and judging them because if you think about it, everyone is a reflection of you. So uh, I think if you tr truly heal and do not want to experience bad things, they would not happen. I know that's really radical, but if someone's like, oh, you're hideous, right? If you've healed that part of yourself and you're like really strong and who you are, that's not going to affect you, right? Um, yeah. So I think that's, ties in with um disney what they said because if you know about manifesting oh i probably should have explained that it's when you like write down what you want so i want to be a millionaire and you keep writing it down until your mindset changes and then obviously your mind changes your actions so then eventually if you don't quit you'll get what you want and Disney based the animated Alice in Wonderland film on the phrase, are you ready for this? Be careful what you wish for. That one line was what the whole film was about, right? And we're talking about realizing your potential through magic. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Like they're literally telling you, be careful about what you dream about. Be careful about your goals in the simulation. So if you're always thinking bad thoughts, like everyone hates me, um, I'm always going to be like this, um, nothing's ever changing for me, I wish I was more successful, then you act in a way that actually damages you, right? And then the world reflects back to you that negativity. So if you're looking for something, um, uh, your brain will filter out whatever negativity you're looking for. So if I told you right now, look for the color yellow it's, yellow is all around you you're gonna start seeing the color yellow more than usual and you're gonna think wow the world is so full of yellow but no it's you you change your perception right so when you're angry at someone they become angry at you back because humans are kind of like mirrors emotionally like you can't really separate us from each other we're really social animals so mm -hmm. if I'm like shouting at you, Vinny, stop shouting at me. You're going to mirror my behavior and continue shouting at me because I'm being a hypocrite, right? So the thing with manifesting your goals or improving relationships is you really have to live the way you want something to be. So even if your relationship with someone's bad, you need to be the one that like what's the word be is the bigger person and show them love and then you kind of get love in return so that's just a tip on how to manifest your goals and dreams so number one don't focus on bad things right and number two um become what you want to see don't just wait around because people will reflect to you what you think of yourself basically 
So that's why you mean but when you said that everyone is a reflection of you, for example, is that yeah. you expect to see uh, other people patterns that you yourself has. So qualities uh, that you have or something that you think about continuously. So expect to see that reflecting uh, other people behavior. Just like Alice started telling people, off with your head, just like the Queen of Hearts, because in the dream, like everyone is a mirror of her, right? That's why she goes into the mirror. Okay, moving on. In the Matrix, the psychic kind of lies to Neo, right? She says to him, you're not ready to be the one. But it was a lie. She told him what he wanted to hear. She was exactly a reflection of his thoughts, right? Then a character called, I think it was Morpheus, tells him Neo, right? She was lying to you. You choose your fate. So um, what manifesting is, is like um, believing in yourself, basically. Um, so if you believe in like external stuff and, and it won't happen for you, your goals won't happen for you because you're relying on other people and other factors rather than on your free will. So that's tip number three. What do we think, Vinny? Um, like that kind of lies when you just said before, but about Oracle, even though uh, she chose like consciously to say exactly what you want to hear, because uh, even if she said something different, it would not make a difference. Because like it's not exactly what happens. It's not what matters. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react to things. So she knew that him it wasn't like he didn't want to be the one, but he was trying to do the right thing anyway. So it doesn't matter what happened, even though he wasn't the one. Yeah, he would have done it anyway. Both felt like. Okay, cool. So now we're on part three. In part one, we covered how everyone in the simulation theory is kind of like a mirror to you. Um, and so you need to follow your guidance because that that is what the simulation is. It's going within yourself to understand different parts of yourself. So when you leave, you're kind of a better person. And then for part two, we figured out that magic is actually just your inner guidance and all these tools just help you be, I don't know, more in tune with what you want so you can manifest better. So in part three, we're going to understand how magic um, is, let me just get into it. Okay, so usually as soon as we understand something scientifically, it's not magic anymore, right? So yeah. I think Magic in Wonderland must be what we can't understand right now, scientifically, in our world. So we don't have the simulation theory right now in our world. So a truth that's hidden from the public could be the magic. So I'm thinking technology's control or creation of the simulation is the magic that we're not seeing. Um, so basically, mirrors in our world and in the media are representing the simulation. So how, like, Alice went within 
herself to understand different parts of herself, right? We enter the simulation too to do the same thing. But controversially, I think mirrors or technology is not safe at all. For example, the matrix, in matrix, the reflective surfaces, like the spoons, right? When they were looking into the spoons, they saw a picture, like a mirror of themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they bent the spoons. So they were bending reality of what they looked like and all, and all these things. Um, so when you're like watching like movies, like The Matrix, Alice in Wonderland, what are you watching it on? A TV, right? Yes. So the t- in the TV, you can see parts of yourself because Alice does represent society, right? And it just confirms to me that mirrors are representing technology because uh, a, a TV, when it's turned off, you can actually see like a... Oh, wait, that's too early. Sorry, let's move on. Okay, so... Um, currently, technology and social media are changing our reality every second. You think people online, they all look that beautiful. They all are that successful. And you actually even try to impress other people by posting on social media like, oh, look at me, this is reality. But uh, when you're free from the matrix and the, te- the technology is turned off, right? So you can free yourself from mind control just like when the tv is off right and you see that black tv you can see a reflection of yourself in the tv you can see the real you and the real world behind you so all that fake um reality from tv and movies they kind of fade away when technology is turned off i think that's one of the messages of the Matrix and Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and I actually got this idea when I was washing um, my dishes. So I was washing this like black pot, and as soon as um, I saw my reflection in the pot, I can't, it's so weird. Like I just knew what to do instead of just like mindlessly consuming media and not thinking, just turning my brain off. I was actually like thinking about myself. So to come to the end, unfortunately, thank you for listening. The next episode will be about dissecting the characters like the Hatter, uh, Alice, um, and how they link to um, you possibly, and the elements and Greek humours, psychology, films, everything. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.